We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You know, it's 12.02 right now. If they want to fire me at 12.05, I'll go home and find something to do. I'll have a good day. Welcome to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. It's Friday, February 21st, 2020. Alex Berutha here, and on the line is Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! Shannon is absent for this podcast. He is having fun in a different state, and I will protect his privacy and not say any more than that. Um, today's show, we, we are we are going to do. Uh, we're, we're going to cover some top news, specifically games yesterday, but a lot of those um, include teams that are kind of new look. So we'll dive into lineup implications for them. A lot of teams. Uh, and then, uh, you know, DFS late in the show, the usual uh, usual shenanigans. Uh, Ken, a former Boston Celtic uh, is going to miss the rest of the season. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Softy Kyrie Irving undergoes season-ending shoulder surgery. Ah! Alex, did Kyrie Irving do Boston a favor by leaving Beantown? I think so. Um, I think at least... Uh, I think that's the definition of leading the witness right there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think it was just smart of... Uh, now, I'm not sure I would have... Uh, I, I think there is a pretty significant uh, discrepancy between what a lot of fans think of Kyrie Irving. I, I, I guess I can just leave it at that. Like, I don't think Kyrie Irving is a quote-unquote superstar. I saw someone on Twitter 
say he was a superstar yesterday. You know, the Nets don't have their two superstars. I disagree Rob, with that. It's Chris Middleton. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Middleton's healthier. I, yeah, I think, um, I think having Kemba Walker for the Celtics is the right call. I mean, just from a, not only from a, a oh, sorry, ahead. an encore perspective, but also an injury perspective, a chemistry perspective, stuff like that. Yes. Chemistry one. And number two, Walker has some 82 game seasons under his belt, which myself included people didn't bring up that uh, did not bring that up enough this off season. Everyone's like, Oh, it's a bit of a downgrade, but Kemba Walker plays. What do they say about Tom Brady availability? Number one, give me minutes. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he, he, a ton of at least 75 game seasons under his belt. He's missed some time this year, but I think the uh, Celtics have been cautious with him Yeah, uh, in yeah. general. He's actually missed a few games, but you're right. That's more the, standard cautiousness of the Celtic system. Um, what do you think this Nets team is going to be like next year? You got all these grinders on that squad that work hard. And then KD and, and Kyrie just waltz in this summer, expect all those scrubs to get out of the way. It's going to be high drama in Brooklyn. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, they're, they're, you know, their expectations this year were already sky high. Um, I remember looking at their, at their, uh, preseason, you know, win total for over under, um, and thinking like they, the odds makers know Katie's not playing. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it dropped down quite a bit from when it started. I think expectations will be high cause it was already high just with Kyrie. Um, you know, they should be, I mean, the East has gotten strong lately. I think that's important to keep in mind, but you know, they have enough talent to where it wouldn't surprise me if they ended up with the number two seed or the number three seed in the East next year, just from no. a regular season. It, no, no. If, if they, if both, if both guys play 75 games, that's a huge if that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I think that's their ceiling, All right. but yeah. I think there's a strong chance. KD only plays 70 and I can't count on Kyrie for more than 65. Yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of project them as like that middle of the pack. Um, kind of just one of those other generic playoff East teams. If, um, unless they miraculously stay healthy. Well, I also just think their chemistry is going to be atrocious. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, one team whose chemistry is not atrocious. Surprisingly, the Hawks, uh, ah. Trey young yesterday, career high, 50 points. Ew. They win over the Miami heat, uh, who are, you know, kind of, are a, a team with a defensive identity. So that was, that was very surprising. Mm -hmm. um, Trey young shot 12 for 25, 18 of 19 from the free throw line. The Hawks also got the win, uh, which yeah. is very surprising. I mean, Ken, <laughs> what do you, what do you think one of those Trey young 50 points or Hawks winning is more surprising or do they kind of work in tandem for you? Clearly Hawks winning is more surprising. They lost to Cleveland heading into the all-star break. <laughs> the Hawks did. Cleveland, who, who just forced, or maybe the coach himself, you know, big coaching change because of all the disarray, and yet still beat the Hawks heading into the All Star break. Uh, crazy production across the board. Cam Reddish, thirty seven minutes off the bench, sixteen points, four rebounds, and assists, two steals, two blocks. Reddish playing defense. Um, yeah, shocking, I, shocking uh, win for the Hawks. I looked this up. Um, yesterday or the day before, um, because I was looking through the FanDuel Sportsbook, I think Trey Young was like, it, I, I was looking at, cause I think he was 10 to one or 12 to one, 
Uh, you can bet on him to score 35 plus points plus a Hawks win. So I was like, that's an interesting bet. Yeah. But then I, I went to his splits and in wins, Trey young averages 38 points a game in losses. <laughs> he averages 27 points a game as Trey young goes. So go the Hawks. You're saying exactly. So I, these two, when Trey young has a great game like this, when, you know, when Trey young plays up to his ceiling, the Hawks usually win games. Um, they are, um, I, I, this, I was planning to get to the stat later, but they, the Hawks actually are, if we're talking about gambling, they're 16 and 10 against the spread at home. Um, so they are good. And a lot of young teams play better at home. So that shouldn't be super surprising. Um, but they are one of the better teams, you know, in exceeding expectations at home and, and Trey young having big games as, as a part of that. But um, yeah, Bam Adebayo also had a great game in this one, 28 points, 19 rebounds, seven assists, three steals and a block, but somehow uh, couldn't get the win. Um, and then we also saw Iguodala just laughing at an old Wayne Deadman. What was that? Uh, uh, Adebayo just laughing at an old Dwayne Deadman. Yeah. Deadman. Um, what do you have? Zero points, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 20 minutes, zero points. You know, while you were talking to, I was trying to look up, I'm, I'm pulling up Trey Young's, uh, other traditional stats. Uh, he does, uh, 4.2 points better at, than on the road. This season. 32.2 right. at home, 28 at, on the road. So, uh, I guess with, uh, Quavo, it is cheering him on. It's Quavo. Quavo. Thank you. Decent that, guess, the, uh, mispronounced names. Thank you. I'm going to, that's going to be my, yeah. Two, two old man rant questions about this game. One, Alex, why, when I went to the ESPN game story for this, the headline was Trey gives Quavo Jersey after <laughs> dropping 50. I'm like, if you're semi-famous now, you can just run on the court and grab any equipment you want. Is that, or Quavo, sorry. I, uh, I I do hate to inform you this. Quavo is one of the biggest name rappers is uh, in the world. <laughs> yeah. You're saying semi-famous doesn't apply? He is famous famous? No, he is. He's actually. Um, he's I, I disagree with the headline. I'm with you. I think that, <laughs> I think the headline should be like, you know, Hawks upset heat trade yeah. on 50 Iguodala is minus 33 in debut. <laughs> um, those are all interesting. Those numbers. are more meaningful. Yeah, yeah. And then other question. Why are the Heat wearing their light blue Miami Vice uniforms on the road? I know I ranted about too many uniforms earlier, but classic example at a sports bar, who the hell is playing in Atlanta? I get it when they're at home and they got their wacky new floor for Miami, but on the road, stop the insanity. Yeah, if you got transported from like three years ago, or maybe even if you were, I mean, I guess you, you, you might be a fair example of what you're saying. Like if my dad turned this game on randomly, he'd be like, yeah, who is playing? <laughs> you have the, you have the Hawks who are wearing black and peach. Right. And then the heat who are in light blue and pink. I should uh, drink. I should drink with your dad and watch some NBA. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm Bounce sure around games. <laughs> Just complaining about things left and right. Matching recliner chairs. Oh yeah. What does your dad drink when he's watching basketball? What's his uh, beer? 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 Okay. Particular, particular kind. Uh, well, in Wisconsin, we have spotted cow, which he really likes, oh, uh, but he's been known to enjoy a, a Miller genuine draft once in a while. Uh, all right. Very good. Very good. Uh, very good. Support for this podcast comes from us bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. Us bank has credit cards that make everyday rewarding. No matter what you're into feeling hungry, check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. 
That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card. Get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. All right. Uh, other news. Let's stay in Wisconsin. Bucks beat the Pistons. That is not really the news. I mean, what was the point difference? About 48 last night heading in that game? I, I forget how much the Bucks were, were favored. But, Alex, do all of NBA fandom a favor. Can you read the Pistons starting five for us, please? I can. Um, I think the, by the way, the Bucks. I think they were favored by 13 and a half or 14 on the road, which is an insane number. Um, and they definitely and covered. Yeah, covered. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, would it yeah. have anything to do with the starting lineup of Detroit? Yes. Uh, Derek Rose. 87 uh, years old. Svima Hailuk, uh, Tony Snell, Sekou Dombuya, and Thon Maker. That was really good. The way you rattle off Svi's name. <laughs> is particularly impressive. Uh, but yeah, how is that your starting five in Detroit? We're going to get into new lineups and Pistons who just bought out Reggie Jackson and dumped dumped uh, Drummond for a bag of balls. That's quite a five right there. We'll get into who's playing, who to have. Frankly, I don't think it's any of those five, but uh, we'll get into that a little later. But, but uh, take us to some injury news out in Sacramento, Alex. Yeah, Sacramento, uh, Marvin Bagley is out at least three weeks. Um, that's when he's set to be reevaluated. So you assume he's out at least that long uh, with a sprained foot. He's only played three games since December 28th. He made a brief return in there. I think played three or four games, re-injured sideline since uh, the Kings actually got a win. Uh, surprisingly, uh, yesterday over the How Grizzlies, 129, 125. Um, that was that was one of the games where a lot of uh, I think the line was favor. It was Kings minus one and a half. And then it got pushed down to basically a pick Everyone was on the Grizzlies, but um, I mean, Ken, do you think this could be, you know, John Morant, Jaron Jackson, other young players on this Memphis team hitting the rookie wall? I I think it's a red flag, you know, um, Durant uh, Morant riding high after the all-star game uh, stuff. Uh, but the rookie wall, the rookie wall is a real thing. And Jackson played what 30, 35 games last year before his injuries piled up. Right. I, 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 great story. Futures very bright in Memphis, but short term, I do get very concerned about a rookie wall uh, issue. Um, uh, but maybe that's just cranky old man. What, what do you, what do you, what do you think of the Grizzlies winning out or making the playoffs out West this year? I think it's going to be tough. I think, um, you know, they, they have the, at least before this game, they did the toughest remaining schedule in the NBA mm-hmm. by opponent winning percentage. You combine that with the potential for a rookie wall with guys like Morant, Brandon Clark, who only plays about 24 minutes a game, but it's huge for them in yeah. general. I mean, he had 11, he has many, he had three offensive rebounds in this game, which was as many as the entire Kings team had. <laughs> You're right. Um, I somehow missed that. You're right. That, that Yeah. I love their, I mean, their core is great. I, I got to find a way to get Clark more minutes. But uh, short term, and you got three 
really interesting teams bearing down on them. Right. Um, I will say, at least for this game, to Aaron Fox is a very underrated defender. So the fact that Morant had a bad game, um, not too surprising for me. I think I yesterday I did um, uh, a show that Nick Whalen and I do all the time, DraftKings Live, and their prop bet for John Morant was, I believe, 29 and a half um, over under points, rebounds, and assists. And I took the under because I think Fox is a good defender. Um, that kind of played out here. Yeah. Um, but I'm a little concerned, especially when, you know, the Pelicans have a really easy schedule moving forward. Zion's been great. Portland is kind of screwed with Damian Lillard out, um, which I guess yeah. brings us to that. I'll, I'll let you lead us in. Yeah. Uh, Lillard out three to four games, the groin issue. Um, CJ McCollum ought to get a big boost fantasy wise. His numbers when Lillard's off the floor, uh, awfully darn high, crazy high. Um, but yeah, it kind of does put a damper on the trailblazers. I'm sure a young Carmelo Anthony can pick up the slack. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> that's a good one. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the trailblazers are not a good team without Damian Lillard. Uh, they're bare, I mean, they're not even really a good team with Lillard. Um, at this point right now, uh, I looked this up quickly. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the trailblazers with Damian Lillard off the court are minus nine and a half points per 100 possessions. Um, their defense is about equal, but they lose about 10 points on offense when he's not on the court. Um, so I would not really, um, I mean, while Lillard's out, it would be impressive if they won two games. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the over under on Anthony's shot percentage tonight? About 31%. Uh, I mean, take the under. take 31 shots. <laughs> right, so. right, exactly. Actually, who would think Pelicans trailblazers has very interesting uh, Western conference playoff implications tonight. It really does. I mean, they're really giving the Pelicans a break here. Um, I think yeah. the Pelicans are four and a half point favorites on the road. Um, so everyone's just expecting, you know, Pelicans to come in hot and, and, and win here. But obviously this Lillard news means um, a ton of usage for CJ McCollum. So congratulations. If you have him in your season long team, um, play him in DFS, obviously. Uh, and then yeah, guys like, uh, Nasir little Gary Trent Simons are just going to get extra minutes, but none of those guys are, are players that I feel like I could really trust on a, on a night to night basis. I, I don't see Ariza McCollum and Anthony deferring to Simons and maybe they should at this age in their career, but, uh, I don't see it happening. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I like Lonzo ball tonight for DFS for those very purposes, but, uh, Oh, other injured guard news, Clay Thompson, no surprise here, but officially shut down, uh, for the season. Uh, Alex, take us to Chicago for other injury news. Yeah. Otto Porter, uh, might be coming back after what, what? feels like forever. I know. Right. Uh, <laughs> I had dropped him pretty early in some season long leagues. Now he's coming back. Um, I, I think they, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to, they're really making a playoff push. Um, but they're, they're making not a legitimacy push. They're making, yes, they're making a legitimacy push. Um, could be getting our Porter back soon. Wendell Carter, um, you know, on the verge of returning, um, they're just about to lose Chandler Hutchison for a bit. But yeah, I'm excited for, you know, the bulls were a team I was relatively high on assuming they stayed healthy and they didn't coming into the season. Um, so it'll, it'll just be good to have him back. And if you're in a season long league, I think he's someone that if you're even if you're in a 12 team league, um, possibly even 10, if you're desperate, uh, someone worth picking up. Um, if you, if you have kind of a streaming spot that you might be able to take a risk with. 
Yeah. Do, do you see any of the four outside looking in Eastern teams? That'd be, that'd be the Wizards, Hornets. Well, let's say three Wizards, Hornets, or Bulls. You see any of those three making a run to catch either the Magic or the Nets? I mean, conceivably with Kyrie out, the Nets are a little more trouble, but frankly, they've been kind of used to Kyrie being out anyway. I think it's between the Wizards and the Bulls. I think the Hornets are very committed to just play young. giving up yep. the season. Yeah, playing the yeah. young guys. Um, Washington, it would be honestly hilarious if they made the playoffs since they have the <laughs> one of the worst defenses of all time. Like yes. you can make the playoffs in the Western Conference or in the Eastern Conference doing that. Um, you know, the these uh, I should say the Wizards are three games back of the eighth seed, which isn't a ton. Um, and the Magic aren't exactly a team inspiring a ton of confidence. Um, although they do have some pretty consistent players, you know, Vucevic, um, Fournier, guys like that, you nice just trust floor. to get their numbers. They, nice floor. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do have a nice floor. You know, you can't say that about uh, John Hammond and Steve Clifford's uh, Orlando Magic. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> but the Wizards, the Wizards have looked good when they were healthy. I mean, they have some lineups that have have really exceeded um, expectations. Entertaining. I'm not going to say good, but I'll say at least entertaining. They're pushing the ball. I agree with that. Um, uh, some other injury news, uh, all-star injury news. Ben Simmons didn't play last night. Dude was sore back and Kemba Walker's out tonight, uh, uh, due to a knee. Are these all-star game injuries, Alex? I don't know. I, I can't really figure this out. I mean, these, What's going uh, on? they just got to hang out for a long time. Get rid of the all-star game. <laughs> Silver, you want information. Back to, yeah, Silver, you want you want fewer back-to-backs? Get rid of the All-Star game. Fewer injuries? Get rid of the All-Star game. You want to stop hearing Gordon, uh, Aaron Gordon bitching about losing the slam dunk contest? Get rid of the All-Star game. You know another annoying thing in the All-Star game? Instagram photos of scrubs on vacation, right? <laughs> it's like minus five degrees this morning here in Vermont. I'm looking at Instagram on the bathroom. I got to see pictures of Grant Williams and Vincent Poirier in Bermuda. Poirier, work on your crummy low post moves. Get off the boat. Yeah, <laughs> you, a simple jump hook. Is that too much to ask for? Uh, do you uh, do you have an Instagram and I don't? Oh, my gosh. This is the one old guy doing the young thing and you don't? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Wow, I'm not. I think okay. I've been on it for like 10 years. <laughs> Uh, this was a, very much a revelation, uh, for this podcast, but yeah, the, uh, the it's a creepy way for parents, you have to, if you have kids, that's got to be on the gram to eavesdrop on your kids. Basically. Yeah. You also have to know what's on those websites, uh, you know, make sure that it's okay, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not logging information about the Ben Simmons, Kemba Walker injuries, how, or when they happened. Um, so a little, little suspicious with the all-star game going as a ten, in as intense as it did. There was no, um, how do you get hurt playing? No defense. I mean, the fourth quarter of that game was intense. Yeah. I wasn't watching by then. I was, <laughs> I, I gave up. I turned it You should off. tune in. It, that fourth quarter was a playoff game. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, it was, I, I don't, I don't want to belabor the point, but it was, it was playoff intensity. Uh, with the best players in the world, it was the, one of the wildest things I've ever seen. You should watch at least the fourth quarter. Uh, that maybe I'll chime in. I'll, okay, all right, uh, Alex, tell us about our good friends at Thrive Fantasy. Great friends at uh, Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this NBA season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app 
for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. Choose 10 of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $2,000 guaranteed daily in prizes for its NBA contests. Use promo code RW when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $25 on your first deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or the Play Store or by visiting thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. That's promo code RW for up to $25 in matching. Uh, can I say cash? I don't know. I'm legally allowed to say there. Matching uh, deposit. A site credit, I think, is probably a more, okay, yeah, more appropriate. Uh, totally yeah, promo code cash. RW. Promo code RW. <laughs> All right. Let's take, let's get to our deeper topic, which is to look at some of these crazy post all uh, all-star game lineups for teams in flux and let's head back to that much discussed Hawks heat game. Cause there are some crazy changes going on. Uh, uh, which team you want to start with? Yeah, let's go with Atlanta. Um, Dwayne Dedman, the basically the new starting center there since Clint Capella's out uh, until about early March, but it also wouldn't surprise me if he just didn't play. Like it's kind of that situation. It's yeah, not they just it's go not small a, ball. John Collins could play uh, the, the five. Who knows? Right. And they're playing for next season. You know, no reason to yeah. rush Capella back here. Um, Deadman had a, a bad game uh, fantasy wise yesterday. Zero points, eight rebounds. Um, I think that's but, fair to say he had a bad game all types wise. Right. Um, <laughs> he, uh, but he, st- he was a plus five. Still managed to be a plus five. Yeah. Played some uh, D, I in, guess. Without any skills game. or blocks. He had an Eddie Curry, no assist, no steals, no blocks. <laughs> Eddie Curry. That's rare for dead men. Um, but he's, I mean, he's been, he's been good um, since he, since he joined the team. Um, this was his first game as a member of the Hawks going under 30 fantasy points. So it was a hard crash factor. He had 9.6. That includes all his prior Hawk games two years ago or less than it years does ago. not. Okay. Um, <laughs> This is just this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, Trey young has, has also been playing well with, with Deadman um, in the lineup provides, I just like their lineup now because they can go five out or they can at least, yeah. you, you know, they don't Deadman have to in the corner. Yep. And there's actually like people have to guard. I mean, didn't Deadman have a th- one and a half threes last year when he was with, last season with the land? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he was, he was a legitimate three point threat. Um, and so they don't have to have Collins guard centers or deal with that. But on offense, they can still have him pick and roll with with Trey Young because that's obviously been deadly all year. Because Collins is averaging twenty and ten. So, you know, they, they, I don't think they want to change his offensive game too much. Um, Deadman one point four threes a game last year with Atlanta. No, sorry, one point three. My my mistake. One point uh, three threes a game for Deadman last season with the Hawks. Uh, yesterday we all. <laughs> no, last season. Last season. Sorry. That's okay. Keep going. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, that's it for me with Atlanta. If you, if you want to jump to the heat, uh, you know, well, you don't think Cameradish gets a little more minutes the second half. Oh, um, I mean, I'm sure they're interested in, in giving him more minutes. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. 
Um, he's, he's had some, you know, he, he's had two good games in a row. He's had some good games in the past. Um, I'm just not ready to trust him from a fantasy perspective. Uh, if I see him have four good games in a row, I'll consider it. Uh, sure. but yeah, I, I, I think they're, I mean, they drafted him so high. I mean, they're, they're gonna, they have to play him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, and point out your, uh, your nice stat about uh, Hawks doing, doing well at home. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned this at the top of the Hawks are now 16 and 10 against the spread, um, at home. Um, and they're 33, 23 and one to the over as well. Um, and I think this is a stat, especially the over stat. Uh, I I credit, to, I, it's Quavo, the Quavo influence, clearly the Quavo influence. Um, <laughs> or maybe I expect Bob. the, the over stat to continue. Um, yeah. you know, I, I don't think Deadman's going to make a huge defensive difference, but I think his, you know, his, um, what Space. he can, his, yeah, spacing on offense can help things flow better. So I think the scores will only keep going up and up for these Hawks games. You know, Alex, before we move on to the heat, can you tell our listeners about the team trends option on Rotowire? Cause I, I, it's not the easiest to find, but when you, when they do, I think they're going to love it. Can you describe that a little? I will. So, uh, the team trends page, if you go to the Rotowire website, uh, click the NBA tab, uh, under that, uh, there is a stats dropdown menu in that dropdown menu. There is a, uh, a section that says team trends. You click that brings you to a page. Um, and for each team in the NBA, we basically have all their stats tracked over the past. I believe it is 15 games. Um, you can look, uh, it's heat mapped as well. As far as who's getting minutes, you can click a different tab, you know, who's been scoring points, different tab, field goal attempts, different tab usage. We have uh, daily fantasy stats in there. So you can click that and basically get a, look, a comprehensive look over the past, you know, 10, 15 games of who has been hot, who is scoring the most fantasy points on the team. And it's just a really good way to, if you're wondering, you know, <laughs> what have the Cavaliers been up to? Uh, you can click their page, go to, you know, maybe a team you're not tab. watching on league pass. You're saying, right. What uh, the hell's going on in Detroit? <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you can click their team page, uh, see who's getting minutes, see who's getting fantasy points. It's all very easy, all very simple, extremely easy to read. Um, and a tool that I use all the time. Um, one of my favorite tools for DFS, uh, in addition to the on off court page, which I've plugged a million times on this podcast, but these two tools together, um, will help you, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to play DFS and there are two tools outside of the optimizer to use, it is those two, the team trends page and the on off court stats page, um, can really help you, um, get an edge on, on everyone else who's playing it more casually. You know, we do a ton of writing on RotoWire. We do a ton of projections in the background, uh, uh, and forecasting, but it's these tools that merge all the human effort into easily easy to read automated uh, displays that I think makes the RotoWire subscription really worthwhile and frankly unique to a lot of just heavy blog pages uh, sites out there trying to give fantasy advice. All right, let's shift gears. That same game, Miami Heat. They've got some changes going on. I, would you be a, a gem, Alex, and repeat that one fun stat about Andre Iguodala from last night's game? Andre Iguodala was minus 33 last night <laughs> over 23 minutes. I would think to be that bad, you'd have to play a little longer. He also got his ankles turned into dust by Trey young on a highlight <laughs> that I, that I saw this morning. Um, you, you could hear his ankles going, eh, I <laughs> yes. like retirement. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he had a decent game from, you know, a box score perspective. Uh, but the minus 33 is atrocious. I'm sure he'll give it better. He hasn't really hasn't been playing NBA basketball and he's, yeah. but he's know. like five times the name relative to his fantasy value. This is all. I mean, I oh, think it's yeah. interesting playoff push, nice guy off the bench, but fantasy do, yeah. do not add Andre Iguodala in fantasy. Yes. That's my advice. Um, but we saw Jay Crowder start. I, that makes a ton of sense to me. Jones, Derek Jones is not a starting NBA player. I know he'd started the last three games for them. Um, but Jay Crowder, yeah, you know, Jay Crowder, uh, I don't know if he's ideal for Atlanta because I don't think he plays a speed game that well, but he is a classic Pat Riley muscular defender, beat you up down low guy, you know, wing who uh, can also hit the occasional three-pointer. I find Jay Crowder actually in their starting lineup very interesting, frankly, a lot like he was with Memphis. Uh, if anybody dropped Crowder because of this trade, which was understandable at the time, I think he could get big minutes in Miami. What, what do you think, Alex? I agree. I mean, they had, um, you know, they've been starting Derek Jones Jr. recently because Myers Leonard has been out and they were starting Myers Leonard and Bam Adebayo together, which well, I was going to say, leading to the question, why were they starting Myers Leonard? <laughs> hey, I can't really answer that. Um, need a, a slower, big guy to just clog things. Myers, right. get in there. <laughs> I mean, I think they, I think they were comfortable having Bam Adebayo guard stretch fours at at times and also kind of play free safety on defense. But yeah, I mean, I, I would expect Jay Crowder to be the starter for this team moving forward, or at least that's the way I would do it. Um, and he, I mean, you know, if you, if you just straight up look at, you know, the box score, you're going to see 23 minutes and be like, you know, what happened here? Like, why is he going to start and play 20 minutes? He fouled out in this game. Don't know how. Um, although I guess Trey Young gets a free throw line like 19 keep, times, <laughs> right? Trying to keep up with a constantly running Hawk squad. I, I, I think we could be looking at the Achilles heel, the heat here, which is if a team just runs like crazy about them and, you know, Philadelphia cannot do that. Boston could run like crazy against them. Uh, the bucks can beat anyone. So, uh, playing the buck style, not, not, a oh, but, uh, I, I think an all speed game, small ball, uh, could be the Achilles heel of this heat squad. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good point. You know, out of bio is obviously athletic, but Myers Leonard isn't fast. Jimmy Butler is, is I think he's 30 or 31. So, yeah. and, and we mentioned Jay Crowder. Um, they're not, you know, they're not the quickest team in the league. Duncan Robinson, not in there for his defensive prowess. That is very true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's move on to the trash can fire. That is the Detroit Pistons. Um, how is it that their two best fantasy assets were not starting last night? I, I don't know. I, I, I saw something that, you know, Dwayne Casey said, he's like, Oh, this was a matchup thing. What are you talking about? (laughs) 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 He thought Von Baker was like, he's my Giannis stopper. What? Who has, who has maker stopped at any position on any team or you're bringing Christian Wood off the bench. So he doesn't have to face Giannis on defense. Like, I don't think that's, that's not really making a difference here. Like, right. I'm sure maybe he's trying to preserve Christian yeah. Wood's numbers, but maybe on. that could be a learning experience for one of the few actual legitimate assets. This team has, it's insane to me that they're two kind of moving forward guys on this roster. And I don't consider Thon maker. One of them is wood. 
and Bruce Brown, and those guys both came off the uh, bench. Now, Brown, almost he flirted with a triple-double, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. He's still getting 32 minutes off the bench. But really, you're going you're gonna to get Tony Snell more minutes? What's your future with Tony Snell? I want to play Brown and Wood till their knees bleed. I'm with you on that. Um, although very depressing place in your franchise when your third best available player is Bruce Brown. Like, <laughs> ooh, like, ooh. like I like Bruce Brown. I think he's good. I think he's yeah. a legitimate NBA rotation player, but that is bad. And I know Luke Kennard is hurt. I understand that this is depressing. Um, but Christian relative, Wood, you're not going to give Brandon Knight minutes, you know? No, you're no, uh, no point in that literally. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christian Wood, um, you know, since uh, the um, the Pistons have played five games without Drummond now, Christian Wood pretty much leading the way. Um, he's had, you know, uh, four games with at least 35 fantasy points. Two of those have been ba- ex- almost identical, 47.9 fantasy point outings. Um, Reggie Jackson didn't play in this game, um, obviously, because he's on the Clippers now. Right, right, um, right. Pay to believe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Derek Rose didn't have a very good game in this one, so it's. I D mean, Rose, what are the fine, but what are the chances Rose ends this season healthy? Because every minute just seems like a, with this horrible lineup, it just a, a knee injury waiting to happen with Rose. I, uh, yeah, I um, I'm sure they'll give him as much rest as he wants or needs. <laughs> if you're the marketing guy for the Pistons, who's your bobblehead night guy? Who, who are you putting? Who's the big promo for? I say Wood. It's either Wood or Rose, honestly. Like uh, I mean, they their name recognition for other guys on this. I'm sure that you know they want to hype up Dumbuya, but he hasn't exactly been great at all. Um, you you worry. I get on the one hand, give him minutes, but you also just don't want to ruin the kid at age 19 to play with such terrible players around you. I worry that these are only bad skills that you're going to develop. Here's how to do a turnover. Right. I mean, this is a situation where I actually think you can send someone to the G league and it's not going to be a horrible thing for them, or at least on the road. I think, I don't know. I think more teams should utilize that. Send these young guys when the team is on the road, send them to the G league so they can play a a G league game. Get 35 minutes. Like the Raptors do. The Raptors use their G league really well. Right. And then when it's a home game, bring them back. So the fans actually get to see them. The people who pay money to come to little Caesars arena, get to see the first round draft pick. And then when it's, <laughs> when it's on TV in someone else's arena, not as big of a deal. Um, I think, I feel like the naming of that arena is perfect. Cause that's the worst pizza I think one can buy and maybe the worst NBA lineup. Now you can see it is. Cheap. Way, yeah, it is cheap. It is cheap. <laughs> it's spoken like a true little Caesars customer. It sounds like. <laughs> By the way, I'm looking at the team trend page on Rotowire for the Pistons. It's just an emoji of Grant Hill vomiting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how her programmed that, but it's very impressive. All right, moving on. Let's get out of Detroit. Sacramento Kings. Uh, our guy, Giles, starts 23 minutes. Speaking of, the, the, this rivals the Deadman uh, line. Three points, three rebounds, uh, three assists, and two blocks. A quadruple single from Giles there. Uh, Buddy Hill's still coming off the bench. Holmes isn't back at center till 3-1. 
what do you like or not like about this Kings uh, current lineup? I did not like that they had three offensive rebounds yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, Giles. Way to man the middle. I know they don't really have a center right now. Um, Giles is a borderline center, uh, but that is horrible. Um, can't win games like that consistently. But yeah, I they, mean, they don't want Giles to score. Like his job is to just rebound there at center, and he got three in twenty-five minutes. Yeah, he's also a good passer, but like, yeah, at some point, you just need to be able to score, rebound, and defend consistently. Um, yeah. You know, as a as a big man. But um, you know, I think this is. A, I think, I mean, no one on this team is doing exceptionally well. I mean, over the past five games, you know, Darren Fox has only had one performance of over forty fantasy points. Terrible. Fox, by the way, been terrible from the free throw line the last 10 games or so four of eight last night. I just hate it when an NBA team has a point guard who you should be fouling intentionally. And I worry Fox is, I remember a few pods back. I was like, Fox can't keep shooting this badly from the free throw line. His, his fantasy value is going to perk up. And if anything, it's getting worse. I apologize fans. I think sometimes you know, when players are mentally checked out, they just, they're just freaking their free throws. Um, you know, Darren Fox, carrying the team maybe. Yeah. 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 That too. I mean, we've seen Giannis. Giannis is terrible from the free throw line this year. It's destroying his fantasy value, but I think that he's just, I mean, he's doing so much offensively. He's exerting so much physical effort that it's just, when you get to the free throw line, it's such a, it's such a weird change in mindset. Your arms are tired. Your legs are tired. But that's a different conversation. I mean, Darren Fox was never great to begin with at free throws. First two seasons, 72%. So the fact that he's down to 68% this year is not good, but also not crazy. I expect it to jump back up 70 plus next year. Um, But yeah, I mean, this team, you know, Fox with one 40 fantasy point game, healed with one over the past five games. Bogdanovich had one, but now he hasn't cracked 26 over the past, over 26 over the past four games. So I don't really know what you do with this team from a fantasy perspective, other than kind of hold the guys that are already, most of these guys are already going to be rostered. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not really, maybe you can pick up Kent Bazemore, decent option. Giles isn't really playing well enough to be worth a pickup. How, how deep is your league to pick up Kent Bazemore? 16 teamer. Yeah. I mean, 18. I, I mean, over the, I mean, he's actually had a decent, he, he's so yeah. border like in points leagues. You know, it's about 25 fantasy points per game over the past five. So that's enough for a 14 teamer for sure. But Cheap yeah, I mean, at that point, at that point, you can almost stream the spot, you know? Yeah. yeah. By the way, um, so, so I'm not going crazy because I have Fox in one team and I don't know. I, I've traded, put him in like a thousand trade offers and no one will take him. He is shooting 63% over the last 14 games from the line. He's getting into Giannis territory. Giannis is at 61 on the season. Yeah, I, this is a, you just can't trade them right now. I don't think the, you know, value is bottomed out. Yeah. Um, especially in dynasty leagues. I mean, well, some people might want to, if you can, some people might want to buy low on him, but uh, this conversation uh, for a different podcast. Yes. <laughs> Let's travel to the state of Texas for a new, for probably a more interesting lineup issue. And that's our small ball experiment down at Houston. Uh, dismantled the Warriors, not surprisingly, yesterday. But what do you like about this uh, Rocket small ball lineup? I, I, I continue to be surprised that they make this work. I kind of, ta- I kind of touched on it yesterday with the with Whalen on on the podcast. But since, and, and this was before this game, but I assume it basically still applies. Since Capella played his last game, 
for the Rockets. They're first in three-point attempts, uh, second in fewest turnovers, and last in rebounding. So they're they're playing this yep. weird possession game where it's like, okay, we give up a ton of rebounds, but we also never turn the ball over. So possessions will probably be relatively close to even. And then our goal is to just score more points per possession because we just launch threes and get to the free throw line. And it's it's working. I, um, I have an odd theory about this that I need your help to do the stats to look up to prove it. But I definitely thought this was true when the Rockets played Boston before the break. It's it's like because they have no center, all five of them, I think, are more motivated to play defense. With the older lineup, Capella could clean up some mistakes. You know, if someone blew by you, you knew Capella had your bo- your back and would do rim protection. No one has rim protection now, and everyone knows I have to D up. And I think they, I think they're actually playing more aggressive perimeter defense in Houston. I don't know if it can last. I don't know if this will work in the playoffs when a team can prepare for you. I think it's be great in the regular season, though, if you can get House, Covington, or Tucker on your waiver wire. Go for it. Um, Covington's not going to be there, but uh, uh, I think when no one's your center, everyone's the center. They're all working harder to get rebounds. Um, Covington, he had an interesting stat last night. Four blocks uh, for, for Covington. Um, and he's someone that we've seen um, before who has, you know, I mean, if you're talking about guys in the league who have a ton of games with like, you know, two threes, two steals, two blocks, or three threes, two steals, two blocks, Covington's right. basically at the top of those lists. Oh, he's like the stock leader, uh, especially with Green not playing well for the Warriors. I love how he had four stocks last night. It was zero steals and four blocks. Right. <laughs> that would be the last combination of stocks I would have expected. <laughs> I agree. I think I, I do like your theory, though, about um, the the Rockets. It becomes more of a team effort, and everyone kind of knows that, okay, I'm probably going to have to guard centers for five minutes of this game. But as long as I can do my job just for five minutes, then I basically pass it off to someone else. Now yeah. you have to deal with it for five minutes. <laughs> but together, if we give 100%, it, it'll work in. I, I pulled up, this isn't exactly answering your question. I pulled up uh, Clint Capella's on off court numbers with Capella off the court. The Rockets only give up uh, 1.8 more points on defense per 100 possessions. So their defense isn't really suffering. Um, and their offense, um, you know, their offense has been better also about yeah. by about five points. So they're, they're really playing the math here. Well, and I feel like on offense, Westbrook's their center because the lane's his. You know? Yes. So, uh, like, I was on local radio a few days ago, and they're asking me about small ball. Like, who's the center? I was like, well, on defense, it's PJ Tucker and everyone realizing they can't let guys drive. But on offense, it's Westbrook. The, the lane is his. Here's your mid. Enjoy your mid range, Mister Westbrook. I, 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 you know, I know a lot of people are like upset. Like, I know Bill Simmons and like other people are like, I can't watch this. This is disturbing. I have to, it is hard my, to watch. I'm yeah. hiding my kid's eyes. Like, go in the <laughs> other room. Um, but like, it, I don't know. I enjoy it. I wish more teams, you know, I, I enjoy reading about it. I enjoy looking up the stats and the box scores. It's hard to watch. It's a little hard sure. to watch the, the dribbling, the, uh, the never ending dribbling. And frankly, the shameless pleading for fouls. Right. That is just hard to watch. Those two things I agree with, but I really like that they're experimenting with stuff and getting weird. I feel like, you know, the complaint. Thank you, Daryl. 
Yes. The complaint with a lot of modern basketball is all these teams look the same. They play the same. You can't say that about the Rockets anymore. They, <laughs> yes, they jack up a lot of threes and they play small ball, but it's so extreme that you can't say that it's like every other team. <laughs> it's true. And Macklemore has somehow found an NBA job. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was a guy that the league almost completely gave up on. Uh, this is a perfect system to, for him. For to Ben Macklemore, not the Seattle based rapper. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although at this point, Ben McLemore is going to have a longer career than McLemore. Um, Jeff Green also made his debut in this. Wait game a minute. Wait mentioned. a minute. I like the moped song. What's wrong with the moped song? Is that even new though? Maybe that's not new anymore. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Honestly, it's um, not called the moped song. That's just what I call it. Cause it's about him buying a moped. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put it in the pod article <laughs> with maybe with a Quavo or Quavo clip. I don't know. We'll see. Have those two ever worked together? That is a, Good question. And I don't know. <laughs> we'll let the internet solve that later. All right, let's move on. Uh, one last lineup. This is kind of more in the Pistons uh, dumpster fire category. Alex, you want to talk a little about your Golden State Warriors? Yeah, uh, Wiggins is playing really well, but still, um, which I wasn't expecting. Um, I wrote in an article for the site uh, the other day um, about post All Star break gambling angles that um, the Wiggins has been the, the shot selection for Wiggins has been way better. Um, yeah, the sample size are, is small, but he's finally like not chucking, which is weird. You sort of expected the opposite, didn't you? Yep. He, as of it was before this game, but before this game, he had not taken a shot with the warriors with seven or fewer seconds left on the shot clock. Um, he had also increased his catch and shoot. He had decreased his pull up percentage. Basically he's just taking better shots, but yeah, he had a great game in this one. Um, you know, at least four games uh, for the Warriors, he's shooting fifty-eight percent. Yep. I mean, that can't uh, last, but anything over forty-four percent would be awesome for Andrew Wiggins. Right. In this one, he had twenty-two points on seventeen shots, three rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. Um, and in one hundred and twenty-eight minutes that he's been uh, with the Warriors, uh, they are six point six points per one hundred possessions better with him on the court than yeah. off the court. If we weren't talking about Andrew Wiggins, we would refer to that as an efficient stat line. We would. Um, and I mean, the thing with Wiggins is that the the Warriors are so bad. Their talent level is so low that Wig- Andrew Wiggins, 30 minutes, the, his caliber of player increases their floor by so much yeah. that it, it's, it's, it, you know, you have to, you have to understand like what <laughs> Andrew Wiggins means to the Warriors from a talent perspective. And he, he has improved their play. Um, and I'm just, I think they're a team now, obviously they got, they got destroyed in this one. Um, they're going to get they, destroyed the rest of the season. Yeah. But they are a team that I would be interested in. I think, you know, if, if we were talking gambling and against the spread stuff, I think they're, I think they can still hang in games. You know, I'd be interested in taking them against the spread. If, if those numbers creeped into the double digits, yeah, cause they are, I think a team, a team with a higher floor now. And, you know, to Steve Kerr's credit, he's come out and said when Steph Curry's pretty healthy and we're going to play him this year, which I love. Sure, your season's lost, but how much are season tickets in that new arena? Tell me those fans don't deserve to see Stephen Curry for what they're paying or Steph Curry for what they're paying. Um, I don't think Wiggins shots go down that much when Curry comes back. I mean, if he's going to have productive nights on 17 shots. There are still 17 shots in this lineup when Steph Curry's at point guard. No question. I mean, the, you know, the minutes are just going to get taken away from like Jordan Poole and, and, and guys like that. Um, 
So yeah, I agree. I'm I'm actually you, excited do, to see this Steph Curry. Do you Wigan gamble with, with Do you gamble with Bowman's uh, development with Curry coming back? I think you, you can play them together. You can play <laughs> Steph Curry at shooting guard. I mean, really, yeah. like you, you run, play. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still minutes for Bowman. I'm not. That was sarcasm, by the way. I'm not worried about Bowman's development. I don't think they view him long term. I. I don't even know who's actually good on this team. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I do know what you mean. Chris has been playing really well, though. He's kind of found a home. I think it's bad, you know, good stats on a terrible team kind of production. But Marquis Chris, at least back from the dead. Yeah, he was someone who I think his uh, lack of minutes was more due to either you know lack of effort, um, stuff like talent. that. Yeah, but on this team, it doesn't matter um, as much. And they're just willing to to sh- either showcase him or just try to right. get a sample size for his minutes. And, yeah, he's been playing well. And teach tall. Still very big. Yes. All right, Alex, is it time to dive into your and a little of mine Friday FanDuel DFS advice? Let's do it. Um, so big names out or doubtful for Friday. I'm 99% sure all these guys are out. Mike Conley. Uh, it's the first game of a back-to-back. They're sitting him. Uh, Mark Gasol, still out. Damian Lillard, touched on that earlier. Carl Towns, out indefinitely. Uh, and then Kemba Walker, out for tonight. Uh, questionable, we have Thomas Bryant, Will Barton, TJ Warren, Alfred Payton, DeAndre Ayton. Those are the key names uh, to watch. The key names to where if they get ruled out, check that on off-court Roughly stats seven page. hours before the whistle blows here, so yeah. Gotta yes. Um, so I guess my first note, uh, there are three games today with an over under of uh, 230 at least 230 uh it's grizzlies at lakers grizzlies are on the second night of a back-to-back pelicans at trailblazers trailblazers without damian lillard um i would be kind of tempted to take the under without lillard but i can <laughs> they might also you know odds makers might also think the pelicans are going to score 135 by themselves so um and then wizards at cavaliers because neither of these teams are genuinely interested in playing defense although watch although, with one eye closed the Wizards, um, these teams actually might be weirdly motivated now that I think about it. The Wizards are hoping to make the playoffs, and the Cavaliers have a new coach. So, staff. yes, this game could get weird um, in like a competitive way. So I'm, I'm, I want to keep tabs on that. Um, but I, I, I see on the notes here, you do have someone from the Wizards that you want to mention. I think a sneaky move for season long and in, in daily is going to be uh, Rui Hachimura. Washington is desperate to have a number two option for Beal. He's finally healthy again. He's starting. He's facing a terrible Cleveland defense. Uh, He's only 5,300. I don't know when Hachimura is going to explode over the next two weeks. He's going to have one or two big nights the next two weeks. I'm going to gamble and see if it's tonight. Also, I want to go, speaking of uh, Washington basketball, when I was reading about Cleveland getting rid of their coach, I thought, holy smokes, they're bringing back 76-year-old Bernie Bickerstaff. (laughs) And then I remember, oh, yeah, his son, his son with yeah, JB uh, is probably more likely. But uh, you probably don't remember Bernie Bickerstaff coached uh, Wizard Bullets for a while. Lakers. Um, anyway, Bernie Bickerstaff, former NBA legend that only old people remember. Let's get back <laughs> heard, to DFS. <laughs> I've heard the name. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look at it at that. Um, I think uh, <laughs> with no Mike Conley uh, for the Grizzlies, uh, excuse me, not the Grizzlies. The Jazz. Oh, understandable mistake there, but yes, the Jazz. Uh, Joe Ingles uh, and Jordan Clarkson are the two guys uh, worth worth paying attention to here. Um, 
just double checking who they are playing. Um, they are playing the Spurs. Uh, so Ingles without Conley uh, averages 12 and a half more fantasy points. Jordan Clarkson without Conley, five and a half more fantasy points. Clarkson one isn't dramatic, but he's one of those guys that, you know, if you have like the, I don't have his price in front of me, but if you have like 4,500 to 5,000 left over, um, he's 5,300. If you have like that weird 5,000 left over, if you put, you know, the, your lineup together and you have one spot left, he's someone that you could fit in there and feel confident. Um, and then Ingles, obviously the massive, the massive boost in his usage when Conley's not there. I think he's someone that you could feel pretty confident, um, in playing, uh, especially since he is only 4,800. Um, yeah. I tend to worry about over-unders with both the Spurs and the Jazz, but tonight, actually, they're at 224. I'm not sure why it's so high, but... Uh, uh, the, well, the Jazz do play better offensively when Conley's not in the game, so... <laughs> <laughs> the shot percentage goes up five points. Yeah, amazing, amazing. All right, and then who? Do, let, let, let's talk about who do we both like in Boston with no Kemba Walker? Uh, I think the I think the one guy that I would absolutely lock in... Now, there are a few guys who, and you'll mention them, that I would definitely consider putting in the lineup, but at least the one guy would lock in is Marcus smart who without Kemba Walker averages 15.6 more fantasy points per game. I wish I could play smart at small forward or point guard, but he's only shooting guard on Fandle, which I, I don't agree with, but I don't agree with a lot of the uh, position assignments. The reason is I I'm so locked into McCollum and Beasley at shooting guard. I can't, I can't get rid of either of those two to play Marcus. I want to play Marcus. Yeah, I, um, I, I can understand that. Um, especially since, well, I mean, Minnesota is, I would rather have the Boston side of that matchup over Beasley. You know what I mean? Like I think Boston's defense might shut down Minnesota. Um, I don't think Minnesota's defense is shutting down Boston's guys. <laughs> that's, um, that's a solid point. I I've, I like well either Hayward or Tatum as options tonight, just cause right. I think they're going to be doing a lot of the ball handling, a lot of the creating, and certainly a lot more shots with Tatum with Walker out. But I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Hayward have a seven assist night, for instance. You're right, though. Maybe I got to flop Beasley for uh, for Marcus. Eh, any excuse to play Marcus is a fun one. Well, it's a tough call. I mean, the you know the the Timberwolves are without Towns, and without Towns, we've seen Beasley, we've seen Hernan Gomez, we've seen James yeah. Johnson. Shots are available, and they're still garbage on defense. So the pace is going to be pushed. Um, and everything like that. And then you mentioned CJ McCollum already 63 fantasy points without Damian Lillard this season. I think that's a two game sample. Um, and then this year little has also had some good games, but I might almost just rather bank on McCollum and Whiteside as a pairing, um, having, you know, really getting the boost here, uh, maybe, you know, yeah. Pairing them up in DFS. Um, but basically the only, um, I think we've mentioned most players that, um, you know, are injury related, but you also have Lonzo ball here. Yeah. I like Lonzo ball. Cause he's got Simon's facing him. No limit. I think Simon's going to be a little way over his head here in this matchup. Uh, ball's been hot since Zion's returned. Uh, I like just a full stat line from Lonzo, uh, which for me is saying a lot. Cause I've always hated those youngsters when they were in LA. That's a good call. I mean, you're, you're talking about, yeah. Like, like we mentioned before a, a game with a total over two thirty against you know, I mean, they, uh, and Lonzo is someone who is a constant, uh, uh, triple double threat, uh, and, and playing him in DFS at a price, um, what is this price? 60, 6,300 uh, is, is absurdly low. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm trying to look up his on the FanDuel sports book. Uh, he is plus 1200 to get a triple double, which I think is a 
decent bet. Um, if Lonzo ended up with like 15, 10 and 10, that wouldn't surprise me at, at 12 to one. Um, yeah, agree. let's, uh, let's, let's stop talking basketball is <laughs> yeah, it's time for our old man rant. Yeah, you know what? I hate Alex ice. Damn it. Mother nature. If you're going to snow snow, if you're going to rain rain instead here in Vermont, we get a foot of snow. And then the next night we get freezing rain that covers like a half inch of ice now on top of the foot of snow. My 15 pound dog, a Westie Mac, he's just walking around the backyard on top of the snow, which looks freakish. And now he's dropping poop like hockey pucks all over the backyard. It's disgusting. When I went to get the mail, I did a total cartoon flop feet over ass fall right on my back. It was like Homer Simpson when he was on the skateboard and he went down and he fell into the grand Canyon. Did you ever see that clip? Uh, I don't think so. Again, we'll post it on the article pod. (laughs) (laughs) I should have been concussed, but you know, thank God I had my absurdly furry ear flap hat on. Damn you weather. The only ice I like is one big cube for my bourbon. I'd like to imagine you just drink bourbon from a glass made of ice. <laughs> Ooh, I like that idea. Okay, start. To, all right, I'll work on that tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how many mispronounced names? Did I, I I forced you. I, I told you before the pod you had to do the uh, Pistons lineup. Who, who yeah. else did I screw up? Well, you had Quavo and Sega Quavo, but that's understandable. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's half on purpose, frankly. Yeah, we're giving you half a point for making me say Mahai Luke. Um, <laughs> And I don't, I don't, uh, don't remember anyone else off the top of my head. Um, at least I didn't write any notes down. So none of them were so egregious that I, let's just say I missed all the pistons. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. We, I think that's, that's fair. Entire (laughs) pistons lineup. Um, thank you everybody for joining us on, uh, the Rotowire fantasy basketball podcast. It is presented by thrive fantasy. Remember that is promo code RW RW, uh, Ken take us out of here. For today's quote, we're going to go back to Rotowire alum. I don't know if Alex, if you knew he wrote for Rotowire. Fred Katz, he's now a beat reporter covering the Wizards. He uh, he had followed OKC and other NBA teams beforehand. I think he's working for, uh, I think he's working for, uh, shoot, I'm blanking on the pay-per-view writing site, The Athletic. Fred Katz is covering the Wizards for The Athletic. Anyway, former Rotowire writer. Last year, he tweeted about current starting Detroit Pistons center, Thon Maker, quote, Technically, it's Thon's parents who are Thon makers. <laughs> okay. Attention, passengers. This two-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. <laughs> Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.